0: The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. Let's try that again, shall we? It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. All right. So, Please. back for another round. You smoking devil. Well, before we kind of talk about different things, I kind of want to talk about your uh, something from last week or okay. last time. Okay. So, you, you seem to take great, uh, great offense oh, here to the go. term devil-worshipping priest <sighs> to the point where you
1: couldn't even talk. Yes. Do you want to... Say why? Or? Yeah, because I've, I've I was raised in the Catholic Church, and um, it's just a kind of a abhorrent idea, right? Like, like it's not like going going to Catholic school and going to church services and being raised Catholic in my family. It's not everyone was like like anyone was ever like, well, you know, there's like devil worshiping priests in the top of the church, like uh-huh. like, and so I'm like. Where firstly I was like, where the hell did that come from? A, and B. Yeah, just where did it come from? Like, like, okay, so people say that, and I'm just like, how do they know? A and B. How is it going on? How How is it that this? If it is going on, then why are they still in the church? So I think I think you just exceeded
0: my. Well, I, I never claimed to have any expertise on it. And yes, that term is pretty abhorrent. And I don't think you need to be raised in the church to think that that's
1: an abhorrent statement. To me, I'm like, like, were you just being in, like giving an extreme example? Because you said, well, if I give you like an example that's not extreme, it's not going to do anything, right? So you weren't being... In, were you trying to be inflammatory or were you just like making a giving this as an example so that I would have a reaction or I don't you're you're placing way too much forethought on my statement
0: I don't know anything about it I mean all I can say is I went to Catholic graduate school did you? yeah which school is this? my law school it's a Catholic school yes and it's not Georgetown but um, what was I going to say oh yeah so and it's not even it's not even my statement My term. It was a term that uh, a mutual friend of ours had come up, had had told us about. And, you know, me not having any skin in that game, in that club, I was like, okay, I suppose. Because there's plenty of... I, I guess if you draw the distinction between someone who is just kind of broken and trying to keep on going, right... Because a lot of people tend to sit there and say, "Ow, you know that, that pastor—he cheats on his wife." I'm like, "Well, because he's broken, as we all are. Just because, just because you, you, you ascend to some title or some position, doesn't make you all of a sudden not human."
1: But there's like cheating on your wife, and then there's worshiping the devil as somebody that's supposed to be a representative of God. Well, like that's pretty severe,
0: yeah. But I think people try to lump that all into the hypocrisy
1: vein. Actually that just reminds me. I just that actually makes sense what you're telling me about your school because I just saw I just watched a documentary on it's it's, it's basically about this kid that got possessed and they did they did some of the um they did some of the exorcism rituals at your school. Yeah, I believe the uh the uh the Exorcist was based on the exorcism that was done. <laughs> at, yeah, I had my, no, I had no idea, and they gave up like, at the but at the parent it institution. It was causing too much. It was causing too much problems at the school because people were hearing like screaming at night, and they were like, "Okay, we need to take this elsewhere." It's a pretty campus. All the all the buildings. How old, old like, is your campus?
0: Uh, that campus, uh, eighteen eighteen. So you know, it, it it looks like a bunch of European churches cobbled together. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Whereas my undergraduate university looks like a looks like Cambridge. I know I'm jealous about that too. But so yeah I, that that was the that was the thing mm-hmm. that I kind of wanted to to kind of kind of kind of touch on before. I was thinking
1: about that all week. I've been thinking about it all week too. But that that leads me to another topic, and it's really because
0: you know we hear all this stuff about how there's two different Americas now and we can't live together and blah 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 and you know there's one camp here and one camp there. And I don't agree with the, oh, we can't live together because that's just BS. That's like, that's like the no-fault divorce thing, which I, I, I think is utter BS. No fault? Yeah. The whole concept of, oh, it's nobody's fault. I'm like, dude, you made a promise before God and everyone and, and your close family and friends and acquaintances and whoever else you wanted to invite to your wedding. Mm-hmm. And now you're gonna say, Oh, we just drifted apart. I'm like, what are you kids? <laughs> did you think did you think it was gonna be some kind of fairy tale that went on forever and ever and ever one way and never never changed? That you would never grow or evolve? That's pretty childish when you think about it. I think it's super childish, but that's that's not really what I was gonna talk about. So the the thing that I was gonna say about the whole the whole, you know, two sides and we can't live together anymore, and I'm like, first of all, we can't live without each other, and second of all, I think that a lot of the the stuff happens because the 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 parameters, if you will, are not the same. like everybody's playing by different roles. The reason why I believe that in a lot of discussions, even the discussions between you and me while we record a podcast is because we're we're coming from two different places in terms of what to do, right. My my whole thing is I think we should have an entertaining conversation or conversation that's honest. Yeah, and you know I don't know what your what your deal is, but honest <laughs> conversation is not like.
1: Well, we more- frequently have conversations off the podcast where you're like, "This is the kind of conversation we have," and then apparently I'm a.
0: Well they're different pissing well there, there, well, there is there, the there is the the observation effect right Whenever you know that you're being observed, you'll probably behave differently than you would if no one was around, so there's probably that going on, but we don't need to talk about i just I just wanted to use that as an illustration. I think that a lot of times when two people have a discussion, um, they might not be playing by the same rules or the same parameters, right like one person might just sit there and lie mm-hmm. And if one person's being honest and another person's lying, you're not going to be able to have an honest conversation. That's just true. Or one person's trying to uh, attack or uh, um, try to, um,
1: what's the word I'm looking for? Convert. Right. The person they're talking to. Which is a lot. I mean, I think that's what it, when everybody's in there, when you got people in, Different camps. That's what all. All the conversation is right. Oh, you need to join my camp.
0: Well, that's that's okay if it's two people in different camps trying to honestly convert a person in the opposing camp. But if 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 there's something else going on, like I remember you talking about how much you like, you, you need to be right or you need to win the argument, mm-hmm. right? And my point of view on that is. Okay, so what if you're right? How, what does that change in your life? A lot of the times it didn't change anything. And in, in these type of discussions, it really shouldn't change anything. It gives me
1: personal satisfaction. Okay. I think. Um, so you're not, you're not about trying to come up with answers necessarily? For myself or for the other person? Well, let's say for the audience that's listening. Like when we when we have a discussion about the problems in America, which seems to be a lot about what we talk about. Well, a lot of our problems. We don't necessarily have the. We don't necessarily. I'm I'm always like, but what's the answer? A lot of our problems are self-inflicted, especially in America. (laughs) Okay, but if they're self-inflicted, there's still there's still problems that need to be resolved. Not necessarily. You mean like the the problems can just stay problems?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, if you're coming from the standpoint of we need to fix these problems or we'll be destroyed, mm-hmm.
1: I agree. That's the that's what the right says all the time. I agree. That's yeah. like that's like the the catch cry of the conservative radio hosts.
0: Well, and and the leftists too. We just solve these problems or we're going to be destroyed. And I'm and I'm of the opinion of yeah, you're right. We should solve these problems, but if we're going to be destroyed, then that's our fault, isn't it?
1: What, like it's a fate complete. You mean it's going to happen?
0: Not necessarily. I don't think it necessarily has to happen. But if it does, then it's going to be because we didn't try, or we're incapable of it, or whatever. But I'm not. I'm not the type of person that says if I can't win, I'm not going to fight. I'm the king of fighting for when I'm not going to win. My my professional life, my dating life, my general life is 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 testament to <laughs> who to. Yeah, you know, I will I will fight for my ideals even
1: if I know I'm gonna lose. Oh not me, man. I'm like I'm like I'm like where's, Where's the white flag. And that as a practical matter
0: that might be a better way to live.
1: I don't know if it is or not.
0: But you know, as I've said so much before, you know, about about me being a failure in life. Well, it's kinda of true because the whole purpose really of us in society is to find a mate and procreate okay i've been unsuccessful that has not happened and and, and every day that goes by the chances of that happening decrease now does that bug me a little bit but why does it bug me and as i as i've been thinking about it i thought about it uh quite a lot over the last week and it's 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 the the john candy factor uh, when john kennedy was about 40 he was you know screwing around with all kinds of women married women single women whatever and he hit 40 and i was like well i better i better i need to get married or someone's gonna think i'm gay and that's that's why he married you know jacqueline jacqueline onassis or jacqueline uh bouvier and so as i thought about it i'm like well yeah i I, I do one of those things, but not because I have this deep-seated desire to procreate. It's because I feel a little embarrassed. That's right? it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not a dropkick of a person, right? I'm not I'm not some adult drug addict bum.
1: But why is procreation the be-all end-all? Because I see people and I see their kids and I'm like, why is that so important? For our species to continue? If we don't do that, it doesn't continue. Well, yeah, but... I look look at a lot of these kids and I'm just like, (laughs) ugh. Yeah? You know, and they're like, oh, this is like, you know, this kid's the apple of my eye and I'm like, well, just as well that kid's the apple of your eye because... Well, I should hope so. If that's that's their kid, I should hope that kid's the apple of their eye. But, I I still don't understand why. Okay, apart from like, continuing the species, a lot of these kids just seem, I don't know,
0: well, see, that's kind of the same attitude I have towards the species. I'm like, okay, if we can't continue, then we can't continue. We've failed. Too bad. It's it's just one of those stupid, deep thoughts. Like, like another stupid, deep thought I had was, okay, if you want to save the Earth, save the environment, right? Mm-hmm. I think the focus of the environmental movement is trying to tell other people what to do. And the focus of the environmental movement is essentially communism, because that's Kind of what happened in the, uh, in Western Europe. In the in the fifties, in the anti-communism days.
1: You mean Western Europe got overtaken
0: by the communists? Well, no. The communists couldn't overtly say that were communi- that they were communists during the Cold War in uh-huh. Western Europe. So a lot of them just kind of went into the moved into the Greens, quote unquote, parties. Oh, really? Yeah. Because if you're a communist. Outside of the philosophical thing of no 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 countries no no capitalism you know state controls everything and we all like sing kumbaya and work together and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. the absolute worst thing
1: <laughs> for the environment is a communist regime. Terrible. But I guess unless they're really like inefficient. What do you mean? I guess you could have a communist regime that's just so fucking disorganized that it. Can't get a shit together to exploit stuff. Well, this this
0: is this is where it gets really kind of hard because none of the none of the uh, one of the, one of the big big responses is oh, common, real communism hasn't been tried is and 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 oh, we haven't gone far enough, or you know, we just we just haven't done it right, right? And even when I was in college, uh, kind of studying economics and and various. Government philosophies. Did you have comic professors? I'm sure I did. Mm. Um, I also kind of leaned toward that idea, and that's actually that's actually something I said to somebody once. We were talking. It's like, well, maybe we just haven't. It hasn't been done right. And I forget what the response was, but you know, fast forward almost thirty years, and I'm like, well, maybe we haven't been able to do it right because we aren't capable of doing it.
1: That sounds like a pretty good uh,
0: answer. And on top of that, the, the regimes that have tried it, they weren't really communist regimes. They were they were totalitarian regimes, there were dictatorships, they were authoritarian regimes.
1: Well, isn't that like somewhat of a difference so that is, I mean totalitarianism and communism are are Be- one and the same really?
0: No, because I think you can have a totalitarian co- capitalistic regime okay we're living in we're living in an oligarchical capitalist regime
1: but when people talk about totalitarianism they always invariably talk about communism like Russia for example
0: oh yeah Soviet Union North Korea
1: yeah uh Cuba uh I mean what would a totalitarian capitalist regime look like
0: Mussolini Mussolini's Italy okay fascists right um South Korea to a certain extent, they had a dictator.
1: Uh the, the But the fascists and the communists are pretty similar as well, apart from the state control thing. Yeah. Right? I mean there was fascism before communism, correct? I think uh or no they I, came at the same time.
0: I think communism as an idea came out before, but fascism was pretty much the answer to it. It's like, no, not state control, but um, you know, fascism the whole point of fascism was, you know, us little guys we need to band together so the big guys can't break us.
1: Why was it a Jewish guy that came up with communism?
0: I have no idea. I don't either. Um, you need to I'm, there there are plenty of there are plenty of uh of uh theories out there. I don't subscribe to any of them. <laughs> Excuse me. But I will hear them out. And who knows, maybe maybe one day I might change my mind, but Thus far, I just haven't made that cognitive leap.
1: I'm just curious about what what fucking what influenced Karl Marx to the point that he came up with his uh, Communist Manifesto. Probably
0: because, well, my my half my half-assed jokey answer is well, he was sponging off his parents, so you know, he was just like his mom, Ma- oh, right? Yeah, well, mom and dad. I like, I'm an intellectual. I'm going to do all this stuff and write these books. And, you know, mom and dad give me more money. And mom and dad were always like, why don't you just get a job? Is this where you hit? It's, it's my... Your theory. My funnelized version okay. of it. But, yeah, essentially Karl Marx was doing all this stuff. And, you know, the, his parents were supporting him. But they're always like, get a job. You support yourself.
1: Which he you didn't do. No. I've read the Communist Manifesto, and again, I don't, I don't get how, I don't get how it's, um, when I read it, I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why, how this was so popular.
0: I think it was popular because it's one of those, it's one of those things where you tell someone who's not doing so great, it's not your fault.
1: It's those other people. Yeah. It's those other things.
0: That's a, that's an incredibly comforting thought, right?
1: That It's not your fault,
0: yeah, oh oh like like for me, right, oh, you don't have any women or kids because you know all those women are crazy, possible, but gotta be something going on over here too,
1: yeah, it's cool. you not getting off your ass and like chasing a girl. well, there's also
0: that, but there's really very little opportunity the older I get, well yeah, considering i don't i don't I don't you socialize like to
1: have a woman, you could have a woman though. That's my point. Even now, yeah. But you don't, you choose not to.
0: Well, I choose not to because none of the women that have presented themselves seem to be willing to put in the same amount of work.
1: Well, I was just thinking about what, what I, I, my uh, a therapist that I saw for years, when, when I would make a statement, he would say something like, you might want to take a look at that. I have. You might want to take a look at your uh, your bar or whatever it is that's going on where where you've decided that no woman measures up.
0: I'm I saying no woman measures up. A lot of the a lot of the times, a lot of the women think that I don't measure up, which is fine. Um, I get the distinct impression with 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 several, uh, not several, but with a few of the women that I have kind of pursued. Um, they weren't they weren't particularly good for me anyway, but on top of that, you mean not the right woman not the right kind of woman, okay, but on top of that, a lot of people and this is this this is my own interpretation I could be totally wrong, but I, I feel often that people see me as an accessible challenge, a beatable challenge <laughs> right so um, I feel that a lot of women um, when they meet me. Think that they can do better than me And my response is You can do taller than me You can do Darker than me You can do lighter than me You can do shorter than me You can do richer like than me I'm shorter bro Yeah well, I'm, I'm pretty short right I'm just kidding. Even, even the Puerto Ricans are like damn you're short <laughs> um, But you doing better than me You know you got about the same chance That a snowball doesn't
1: hell. But that could just be my total arrogance. Right? And the women don't like that, right? I don't know. I would imagine that they would. I wouldn't imagine that they would like that. Um, there are a lot of people that I've I've run into a lot of a lot of a
0: lot of other males that think that I they should be able to do better than me, beat me in a lot of things, because for whatever reason. And I'm like, well, you you could probably be more athletic than I am. You could probably be smarter than I am. But the fact that you best me in certain in certain contests does not make you the better man. And on the flip side, I've never I've never looked at a at a, at a potential uh, uh, spouse, dating partner or, you know, opponent in a competitive vein and said, I'm better than you. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had those thoughts about certain people.
1: See, I just don't understand why. Because I've observed it enough over the years with various women, right? Women that you've dated, women that are kind of around that we're socializing with, people's wives. Why? It's like across the board, a lot of these women have the same attitude about you. Oh, I'm 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 generally catnip for for wives. Yeah, just like. <laughs> They either really like you or they don't want you around. It's like it's like either or thing. Well, it must be because I'm a two-speed kind of guy.
0: What's that? In my personal life, I, I've got two speeds: uh-huh. zero and sixty. That's true.
1: That's fucking true.
0: So depending on when you meet me, I'm either the laziest person on earth or the most industrious person on earth.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing for um, clients who observe you in the in the legal setting.
0: Yeah, if they if it they depends have, on the setting. Right? If they observe, I mean, observe depends you. on the speed. If they observe me in a social setting then they're going to be like this guy would be a terrible lawyer. Yeah. But if they observe me in a professional setting they're going to be like oh my god. <laughs> this guy would be hell to hang out with. But also
1: like you're kind of casual about it, right? Like like you, with with the potential client or the client you're always just like kind of smoking and joking. And I'm always like no Dave you need to like you know you need, you need we need to have this image. You need to profess you need to communicate a different image. The image of Corporate corporate lawyer guy.
0: Right? Well, my attitude's always been that your your image, your legacy, is not something that you you make. You can try to cultivate it.
1: Oh, well, yeah. But
0: other people are just going to come up with their own their own their own thing.
1: I don't know. You look quite kind of different in a suit than you do in a t-shirt and shorts, though. Well, I we should hope everybody does. You never put on a suit, though.
0: Yeah, I need to buy a new suit if I'm going to start wearing them.
1: Yeah, you need to wear a suit all the time.
0: <laughs> so. I don't know if we're gonna have time for this, but this, uh, but this idea I think is a gu- is a good one. And Dave's got his little idea pad out. And the thing that we should do, if we haven't been, we should, and that is, we need to start placing a lot of importance on precise language. You know, a lot of the a lot of the talk show people. Especially on the conservative side of the on the conservative side of the spectrum, keep on talking about how you know lefty this, lefty that, bastardizing language, Uh, hijacking it, blah blah. And I'm I'm sitting there thinking, well, they're right. It is true. We need to. You need to be more precise on the
1: language and not they're not precise. That's that's their bag. No, but they talk about how we need to be precise and how all this stuff's happening, but then they're not. Then they're they're exactly the same. Well, yeah, because... They want stuff to be populist and generalist and, you know, they don't necessarily want to get into the detail.
0: I, I personally want there to be more populism, too. Don't get me wrong on that. But really? I, yeah. Well, that's like a dirty word on the
1: left, though, isn't it?
0: Well, no. What if the populists... You know why we had such a big problem in Egypt after the uh, after the dictator got overthrown? Uh, no. The populists wanted the Muslim Brotherhood. Okay. And the powers that be here were like we don't want to deal with the Muslim Brotherhood over there, right, so you know i'm I'm okay with the populace,
1: even if they like the Muslim Brotherhood
0: well, at that point, if I'm not in in on and on with them too, I should probably leave right, but my whole thing is I also think that the populace needs to be well educated
1: or educated educated period, oh fuck you're. I mean that'd be nice, but I'm yes, so I, far from that man. I, I'm
0: in a pipe dream and well we, we got we've gotten away from it, but it took do it, it took seventy years? I think we can turn that around. Oh. Where do you even start though? Well you start education. You start at college. You start with the people that are gonna be teaching people. Yeah.
1: But then you got to root out. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that you need to. Defi- I don't think you need to have a purge. I don't know, man. I, I,
0: I think. I think that that because if everybody starts using language precisely and accurately, that's going to have a. That's going to have an incredible change. Almost instantaneous. Like within a couple of
1: years. There's so much resistance.
0: And why is there resistance? Is 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 probably another question that is the is the initial question that I would ask.
1: Why is there such resistance? Because to, they don't to, want there to be a light shine shone on the truth.
0: Again, that's that is your assumption, and the assumption could be correct. You know, that's like the the assumption with like uh, a lot of the, the right wingers right now is like, oh, you know, uh, the Democrats are trying to bring in a whole bunch of illegals to change the voting populace or whatever, right? Uh-huh. I'm sitting here going, I don't know that the voting populace matters and if they need, and if they do that that means that there needs to be a constant influx of new people because because if you're bribing someone to come here and thinking that since you bribe them they're going to join in your thing because you bribed them that's a stupid thing well that,
1: yeah i mean that was that, my immediate thought
0: that that requires a an understanding of some kind of honesty some kind of quid pro quo on the part of the person getting and I know that that's not necessarily the case in a lot of areas. If you just say, here, I'll give you this stuff, you know, just vote for me, the the response is going to be, well, you're not going to know who I vote for anyway.
1: Well, what was that proverb you told me about, the Korean proverb, about promises made before you use somebody's bathroom and afterwards?
0: Yeah. The the, the situation is different. Before you, you have to, before you've got to go and you need to use somebody's bathroom, the situation is different after, right after you come out. Because then you're like, oh, well, see you later. Pretty it's
1: much. Pretty
0: much. So, okay, that might be the, that. That might be what's actually going on. The certain powers that be of a, of a certain party is sitting there, inviting a whole bunch of people in to to change the the demographics of the country so that they can always win. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting here thinking, well, you can just cheat like you do anyway.
1: Yeah, but why not have
0: a jack in the jack up the sleeve, right? Well, that's or just up the that's just <laughs> one of them. And and before anyone says, Oh, there was no cheating going on in this election, I'm like, that answer's not going to come out for at least forty years.
1: Forty years.
0: Like uh like with uh, we'll leave with this. Like with uh I was recently watching an old show on um uh, on uh Hearst, and he was running for mayor. And at the time, in the early twentieth century, or whenever it was, um the Tammany Hall machine, which is When I was in high school learning about it, it was like, oh yeah, they're big cheaters. Right? Yep. That was, that was like, uh, so Tammany Hall. So, okay. So, so that was like 60, 70 years after the fact. Mm -hmm. Like all this cheating. Uh, the presidential election of 1960, all this cheating. Well, in 1961, they're like, no, it was a free and fair election. There was no cheating going on. So, even, even in the one now, which they have found a lot of Ill- irregularities. Right. Which no one seems to want to talk about. Well, because it, it threatened, I believe, because it threatens their position and power. But there, there's if there's going to be any kind of admission that there was some kind of cheating going on in a certain election, that's not going to happen for at least four or five decades.
1: So everybody's just high them.
0: What do you mean? Just
1: everybody that's like, oh, the truth will come out. No, because the truth will come out. It's not going to come out tomorrow. No, but they, they mean, when they say the truth will come out, they mean it's going to come out now. And that there's going to be a whole lot of, you know, blowback. No, the
0: truth will come out and there will be no blowback. And my my evidence for that is years
1: and years of historical study. So speaking of truth, can I say this last thing? I don't know, can you? Yes. So there was this... I guess I guess Google has decided that they're going to deplatform a whole lot more people. It was something that I heard. It was it was a snippet I heard on on the radio. Um, but basically, now they're um, they're trying to stop anybody that has any anything to question regarding you know the coronavirus vaccines, regarding all that stuff. And I guess I guess they're flagging. I I don't know. This is a new news story because it's they've already been talking about it for months, but. They're basically deplatforming anybody else. They're deplatforming more people that essentially anybody that wants to suggest that what we've been told is is not the the be all and end all and the utter truth. Um, So they're they're essentially trying to like steer the narrative, but I don't think that works. I don't think like if you just if you just silence a whole lot of voices, they're just going to go somewhere else. To the extent that people go other places, yeah. You're just going to go to a different platform, or people but are going to stop using that platform. If you agree, then you're going to be like, ah, good.
0: Because there, there was also, there was, there's there been a lot of surveys that say that most, a, a majority, it seems like, or maybe it's just a plurality. Mm-hmm. But a lot of college students think it's perfectly okay to use violence to silence your opponents. Really?
1: Well, then, then that comes back to the education thing.
0: But... Well, yeah, and my point is, well, if it's okay for you to make, to keep them quiet, is it okay for them
1: to do it to you? No. Then that's not going to work. Is Does, it? Do you ever watch Samantha B? No. Do you know who she is? Yes. So she's got this, I don't watch her because I just, oh, she drives me crazy. But anyway, she was. She's,
0: she's got a pretty heavy New
1: York accent, right? Yeah. And, oddly enough, I find that incredibly sexy uh, in women, but with her, it just kind of greets. So I was flicking through the channels and she was talking about it was the same issue, but this was at this time on the TikTok platform. And I guess on TikTok, there's a whole lot of videos that have gone viral and it's like very short clips of people saying, you know, it mag you know, if you take the coronavirus, it mag you know, you become magnetic. Which is fake. You have bots, you okay. have nanobots inside your body. It's killing you know, it's killing two out of three people that that get vaccinated. That blah, seems kind of high. You know, all this stuff. And she was like the stuff's going viral on Twitter and it's because of the Twitter algorithm, right? Like, cause, cause if one person looks at it, the algorithm says, Oh, people are looking at this video and then it like pushes it in the feed to many, many more people. Mm-hmm. So, and she was like, we need to do something about this. We need to, you know, Twitter, TikTok needs to change its algorithm because you know, like all this fake stuff is like getting propagated to all these people and blah, 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 blah. And we can't have this out there. And I'm like, who made you the arbiter of of what people should be seeing and believing? Can't they decide for themselves? My
0: my my attitude towards that is if if the populace is is educated and well versed in the requirements, maybe not necessarily art, but the requirements of critical thinking, then yeah, a lie would not be able to survive. But everybody but, everybody loves to sit there and say a lie will go around the earth like. Six times before the truth even got his pants but on. But she
1: is in the camp of the people that is. She's totally about her agenda and what she believes, and pushing that onto other people. If and if it was if it was the opposite happening, if it was like a whole lot of like leftist stuff being propagated by the algorithm on TikTok, she'd be all for it. Again, right?
0: I mean, you know, you can't you can't just be one sided on stuff, especially if you're going to live in a society is my is my point she's totally one-sided
1: on it and it drives me crazy are we done <laughs>